Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, my favorite people. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Today, we are all in for a real treat because we have the number one female speaker under 40 as rated by Forbes on the show. And you will see why, because when she speaks, it is like the whole room goes silent and you feel like you're in the presence of someone who is just channeling and sharing wisdom from the universe. I would not be surprised if one day this woman was on Oprah, if she was taking over stages as big as someone like Oprah does, because she's such a good speaker. She is a mindset coach and motivational speaker, and her name is Natasha Graziano. I'm sure so many of you know who she is. She has 13 million followers on Instagram, which is wild. She also has millions of followers on TikTok and Clubhouse and all over different parts of social media. She recently did a TED talk on her famous scripting technique, which is also something that we talk about in this conversation. So I came across Natasha. It's kind of shocking that I didn't follow her before. Somehow I was not one of the 13 million who have been following her teachings on everything from mindset to spirituality, to the law of attraction, to everything that we're into here on this show. But we came across each other because someone who was on her team was also a listener to this podcast, the Balanced Blonde podcast. And so Natasha sent me a DM and I opened it and I'm like, whoa, what is this incredible woman with 13 million followers doing messaging me saying, hey, We've been through a lot of the same things with autoimmune and chronic rashes and we're both moms to boys, all this kind of stuff. I can help you because I see that you're going through a hard time. She was responding to something that I posted when I was having a really hard time with rashes and anxiety earlier this summer. So of course, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I would love your help. 
I saw that she was into the law of attraction and she wrote a book, which is an incredible book called Be It Until You Become It, which I devoured after I was introduced to her. And then we just became friends and we were talking all the time. And of course, right away, I was like, we have to have you on the Balanced Blonde podcast. And I'm also going to go on her podcast soon. We haven't recorded it yet, but get excited because it's happening. It's going to be really fun. And you're just in for a real treat with this conversation. I will say this was different in some ways than some of our conversations because I didn't even want to interrupt some of the stuff that was channeling through. I just wanted to listen. I feel like it was very conversational. She shared a lot of things that she's never shared before with anyone in her audience, which was very special. And I felt very honored. And also, she just captivates the room and you will see what I'm talking about when you listen. So tune in. We are doing a giveaway this week. I will be giving away a huge box of all of my favorite wellness products, spiritual products. I will even throw in a copy of Natasha's book. So that will be eligible to anyone who rates and reviews the podcast on Apple and Spotify and emails me a screenshot as well as posts on your Instagram stories, tagging us and telling us that you're listening to this week's episode of the show. I'm so excited. I just want to get right into it. So let's head on into this conversation with Natasha. Okay. Well, we're going to get into all okay. of it. Oh my gosh. Yay. So much to talk about. I know. Look at your nails. Those are so beautiful. Crazy, aren't they? Like, I love it. They're just silver gold sparkly. Yeah, they're just... so fun and they match your outfit. You're just a ray of sunshine coming in from Miami. It's perfect. Aww, Thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy that we're doing this. Me too. It was, I only just recently discovered you, which is crazy because you have millions of followers. Like, I've lost count with the millions of <laughs> followers that you have. And we were recently connected through someone who works for you. Is it Molly or is it someone else? No, it was somebody else before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When we were connected and you've been so helpful saying, I want to help you heal. I can help you heal. I have the tools. I've walked the path. And you've been so kind with your time. And we've been talking and here we are today. I had to share you with the Soul on Fire audience. So hello and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely adore your show and I, I love it. And the truth is when I went through that really big rock bottom, which I'm sure we'll get into in the show, but when I went through that health trauma, I realized that I had to share with the world how I healed. So I made an agreement with the universe. I said, universe, God, whatever you call it, higher power, if you show me how to heal today, I promise that I will go on and share this with the world. Mm -hmm. And it was just an agreement that I made and I did. That is amazing. And I had a similar journey, which I know we'll get into, with just on my hands and knees, hardest days of my life, praying to the universe, praying to God, like, if you heal me and when I heal... I will share this with the world. I will heal others. I will serve. I want to heal as many people as possible. God, but first I have to be well. And you can't 
heal others that, if you're not healed. And that's literally all you mm-hmm. want, right? You mm-hmm. just want to be well. Yeah. That's just to have some energy to get yes. through the day, please. Just yes. like anything. Anything. Yeah. So wow. it's been a pretty up and down roller coaster for me. Um and I don't know. I'm curious to hear what your journey has been like, if it was a roller coaster or if it was like you healed and you never looked back. Because I know a lot of people have different experiences. But I know I want to I want you to tell our audience everything. I was pretty much on the street. I mean, I, you know, I had like a rock bottom where it was, you know, no money in the bank. I'd led myself to it. I'd alienated myself from the world. But no, I, I, I very much was in a dark place. A lot of it was due to the illness. I'll, I'll go straight to the point of what happened here mm-hmm. because Tell that us was what worse than anything. Okay. Worse than not having money, by the way. Worse than not knowing like whose friend's couch you might go on to next or whose home. or Worse than anything is not having your health. Without your health, you have nothing. Without your health, you don't have what I call your full sparkle. Mm-hmm. Today you see me at full sparkle. Today mm-hmm. I see you at mm-hmm. full sparkle. But when you are not feeling amazing, you you aren't a full sparkle. You're diminished. Your light is diminished. And without that light, you you have nothing to give yourself or the world. And so what I went through was I had my son. I was filled with energy, thought it was all amazing, thought, God, that was the easiest pregnancy mm-hmm. ever, gave birth. And suddenly I realized we don't have much money. We can't afford a nanny. And I'm having to get up with the baby all through the night. And this is really tough, but I kept going thinking I can go for a jog tomorrow. Like I've got this, I've got this. Little did I know I was wearing down my immune system. I come from a family who have all had autoimmune. And I thought I didn't, I never even, didn't even know what it was. In fact, people would talk about things that I'd, I'd be alien to me. And I was living this life, which I thought at the time was so fulfilled, which I thought was so awesome. However, it was only through what I'm about to share, the illness, that that ego, that world I was living in was shattered into a million pieces. And I was forced to become somebody that I am today. I was forced to change. So the person that you see me as today is not the girl that I was five years ago, 10 years ago, even yesterday. Mm -hmm. I am a completely different person because of what I have been through. Mm -hmm. My humility, being grateful just for being alive, being grateful that I did get through that. So after I had my son, I was fine for three months. And then suddenly at six months, I had I just collapsed in the middle of a nail shop. In fact, I'm going to reveal stuff I've never revealed. I've Please never even do. spoken about Tell this us story. All the details. So I was sitting into a uh, nail shop, and suddenly I just basically I was I I collapsed, and I was like, "Fuck! Do I need an ambulance? Like I don't know what this is." And so I managed to get myself home. Anyway, in that moment, I realized something's not right. I went and had my bloods checked the next day or whenever it was. And then they said, you have uh, an over a very high overactive thyroid. That's why you've got all these symptoms. And I thought, well, what on earth does that mean? So people don't always, autoimmune is a lot of the time invisible. Mm -hmm. In fact, a lot of diseases are invisible. A lot of disabilities are invisible. People have no idea. So to the naked eye, she looks great. They have no idea what is going on behind my eyes and behind the closed door and Mm -hmm. how I'm feeling mentally, physically, emotionally. And so anyway, I then went through the next year and a half of uh, an illness and healing. So as soon as I got it, I tried the medication. 
I was in such a bad place. Some days I was in bed all day, not just from the mental side of it, but I would have three to five panic attacks a day. I had ambulances, thought I was having a heart attack because of what it does to you. Mm -hmm. So it's the opposite of a hypothyroid. Yeah. Have you been through in any way a hyperactive thyroid? Yeah, I have. Oh, so You're you know what I'm talking to my about. soul. I do. And even, I mean, mine wasn't necessarily thyroid related, although I've had a lot of thyroid ups and downs. Yeah. Panic attacks. Right. I think we talked a little bit yeah. about this before, yeah. you know, back when we were texting. Earlier this year, I had a panic attack from January until April that didn't go away. I mean, it never stopped. And of course, that's impossible is what the doctors would say. So what was really happening was one panic attack, which would just roll into the next, next panic one. attack. Yeah. I had no relief, not when I was sleeping, not when I was awake. The second that I would wake up in the middle of the night or in the morning, like yep. back in the loop. Of the, yep. So I'll give you something that's going to help you after a certain type of breath work. Please. I will. Yes. So I would breathe in a way. So before I changed my entire ritual. So what I would do around, we'll talk about panic attacks first and how I dealt with it. Because I know a lot of people do. It. And when people joke about it, they're like, oh my God, gave me a panic attack. I'm like, you have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I know. It, people are yeah. like, oh, I have so much anxiety. Yeah. I'm like, I yeah, it's, feel like I almost died from right, anxiety. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah totally. Well, mm -hmm. when people talk about that, I'm like, that's interesting. What do they really mean by that? Because when you literally are shaking on the floor and you 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 don't know what is happening to your body, that is a freaky place to be in. That's yeah. terrifying. Mm -hmm. And I was a mom. And then by the way, by this point, after I've going through the healing, it didn't leave me fully mm -hmm. the illness. And for like, I'd say a good three years, I really like to say I've probably been healed now for two years at full mm -hmm. but you know i i have to work exceptionally hard on my health to keep myself feeling good mm -hmm. mentally spiritually emotionally physically let's talk about my favorite topic in the world, let's be honest, psychedelics and specifically ketamine and specifically ketamine therapy. So you can listen to all the different podcasts that I've done on ketamine therapy. I was just looking on my Instagram reels and noticing that the video that I did about ketamine therapy exceeded 2 million views, which is a lot for me on Instagram. So that was kind of wild because I just know that there are there is such an interest right now in holistic healing and truly working on anxiety and depression in a way that will unlock your brain and give you a new perception of the world, a new way of thinking about things, and, and basically just a new set of eyes. That's what ketamine will give you. So perhaps if you're struggling with anxiety or depression, you would like to think about doing ketamine at home with Mindbloom. I am such a fan of Mindbloom. They are the leaders in at-home ketamine therapy. They have safely helped thousands of people overcome their anxiety and depression. Ketamine is very different from traditional talk therapy. It really gives you the tools and doesn't give you the unpleasant side effects of traditional antidepressants. 
but gives you the tools to change your life. It also works very quickly. So right now, MindBloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six session program when you sign up at mindbloom.com slash blonde and use the promo code blonde. Take the first step and break free from your anxiety and depression with MindBloom. Mindbloom.com slash blonde, promo code blonde. Tell me what you think. Hi, everyone. I'm Peyton Sarton, host of the Note to Self podcast. Note to Self is a space to embrace your unique qualities, get grounded, and ultimately have honest conversation. No topic is off limits. I began doing social media seven years ago, and since then, I've started a clothing line and this podcast. Note to Self is a place where people from every stage of life can come for advice, new perspectives, and to feel a little less alone. Whether I'm recording by myself or bringing along a friend, we will explore topics ranging from relationships and mental wellness to social media and entrepreneurship. Tune in to Note to Self every week for the sisterly advice you didn't know you needed and raw conversations you've always wanted. It's a daily practice. It is. And I think that's something that people forget. They think, oh, this person has healed. Like, what have they done? They've they've changed their whole life, which is true. But it's a daily practice. It is. So I exactly that changed my routine. So I did all the meds. Something really wasn't working. And I suddenly just went, there is something greater out here. And I remember walking around my mum's garden with my pram. You're a mum, you'll get this. And I was walking around with the you could call it a stroller mm-hmm. and my baby was inside of it and I was walking barefoot around her garden I was living with her again and I was walking around barefoot and I was feeling the earth feeling the grounding and I would feel the energy going through my body and I would just start saying in prayer thank you for my healing thank you that I'm healed to the point I would listen to music with headphones in crying in gratitude for my healing I'm so grateful that I'm healed I'm so grateful and I would feel it into existence and little by little the panic attacks went from three to two a day Mm -hmm. to one a day to one a week to one a month to one every six months to one a year to where now I feel it I feel it coming. I know exactly what to do. And I'll tell you now what I do. Tell me. You got to tell me. So when you feel anxious, could be any time, any time of day, because it's triggered by anything for anyone. Sometimes Mm -hmm. nothing. Oh, yeah. So first of all, I take a heap of supplements, which are exceptionally good for the body, which I didn't do back then. Mm -hmm. I'm And and there's no point in me telling you what supplements because it's personal to my bloods. Mm -hmm. I would never want anyone to go, what do you take and go and do it and then mess up theirs. So I take them all personal to me, but things that, I am lacking in my mm-hmm. blood system, which we can all check and do all the time. So then I do breath work instantly. I do it first thing in the morning. I do it midday and the evening. And on my app, uh, The Law of Attraction by Natasha G, I have all of these. Ooh, that's amazing. Breath works that I've created for this. So can you give us like a quick one yes, right now? I would love I feel to. like I could reattune myself today with this. Yes. And also all of our listeners. Yes. I mean, like we said, when you got here, there's a reason that we're doing this today. I know. You came back from Miami and, you know, so came beautiful. straight here from the airport. Yeah. There's a reason that we're here yeah. right now. I know. I so agree. So let's do a little practice. Okay, here we go. So- okay. Everyone, if you're doing this, make sure you're in a safe place and you can do this. You're not driving. Okay, so close your eyes and I want you to just exhale out. 
And now I want you to inhale one, two, three, four. Hold it for six, two, three, four, five, six. And exhale for eight, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And repeat in two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. Five, six, exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and again, inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now I want you to think of five things that you are grateful for right now. Perhaps something that you did today. Perhaps something that you saw. Perhaps something that you were given. Perhaps the fact that you're breathing and alive and able to have the ability to heal. Perhaps that you have a sibling, you have a child. Think of five things right now and say them aloud. I'm so grateful for this, but feel it as you do it. Number two, what are five things that you are looking forward to right now? I'm looking forward to going out tomorrow on the grass, walking. I'm looking forward to seeing my mom in a week. What are you looking forward to? Do three, then four, then five things. Once you've done your five things, think of five things that you could do better. I could stop moaning so much. I could practice this every day. I could stop complaining about the weather. Whatever those five things are, just choose those five things. And now we'll do the five, four, three, two, one. You can open your eyes and think of five things around you that you can see right now. So I can see a light. I can see gorgeous Jordan. I can see a chair. I can see lots of cameras. What can you see? Wow. I mean, I feel like I just opened my eyes into a whole new world. I see your beautiful yellow suit, which is radiating. I see you and your gorgeous eyes, which I've been seeing your face shape shifting this whole time, which is another thing we can talk about. I see the Dear Media logo. I see the lights. I see Molly and Nick. Oh I think that God. was at least five things. That was at least five. I never stick to a list of five. <laughs> so you go there. And then the final piece, which is fun, which mm-hmm. you can do, pen and paper. Someone listening can do this right now and you can do this later. It's called scripting. I just did a TED Talk on it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I've i just been on the uh, Fox this week in Washington, D.C. Many different things talking about it because it's gone viral. It, scripting is something that I used to heal dramatically by writing it down but I didn't journal because if I've been writing about my health 
I've been writing about what I'm going through today. It's so depressing. I don't want to be caught in a mm-hmm. in a rut of I'm going through something and it's, you know, I don't want to talk about that. That's, you know, that's not what I want to talk about. I want to write about the future as though it's already mine, that I've already healed. I want to talk about the fact that I can heal. So I would write in the past tense, I healed. And what did it feel like to heal? It felt amazing that I finally healed and I wrote it down and I scripted and I scripted and I scripted. It felt amazing that my body could walk again freely, that I had left the anxiety behind, that I was able to breathe and my heart rate was beating harmoniously in the timing of the universe, etc. And I would write about my healing. The overactive thyroid had gone, the hypothyroidism disease had left me. Everything that I was, it's gone. I'm healed. And it felt, and it was past tense. Every time you write in the past tense, scientifically, you are more likely to bring your goal to attenuation, to fruition. Wow, that is huge. Yes, just the tense shifting. That's what I love about affirmations and manifestation and the law of attraction. Because what a lot of people don't really realize, and I'll have you explain today, is that the law of attraction works in the way that so many of us, we can sit here and say, I really want to be healthy. I really want to be healed. And when we're saying that, or I don't want to be sick anymore, we're actually calling to us like how we're feeling now more of that and it's hard and I feel for everybody listening including myself like several years ago manifesting and affirmations and meditating and kundalini yoga and like why is none of this working for me and kind of just attracting more of the same vibration so tell us why that's so important so important because the what, what you focus on you attract i'll give you a little bit of science behind it there's a part of your brain called the reticular activating system and it filters two million bits of data every second colors and sounds and things that you see in anything you focus your mind on so if you are focusing your mind on I'm so depressed. This illness is so bad. And by the way, I was there so I can speak from experience. It's hard to move on from that thought. But if you focus on it all the time and the pain, you allow yourself to swamp your energy, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotion. You are living in the past. And guess what? You will attract around you thoughts, feelings, events, people, places that mimic that thing because your brain thinks that's what's important to Mm -hmm. you. So as soon as you realize, well, hang on. My reticular activating system is showing me things that I deem as important. I better think things that are healing. I'm healed. I'm well is important. That is important to me. So I'm healed. I'm well. I can get through it. She got through it. I can get through it. He got through it. I can do it. Because they did. I can do it. You focus on like, I can heal. I can get out of this. I promise. Like mm-hmm. That will help you then see mirror around you people, events and places which help you get closer to what you are now mm-hmm. focusing on, which is healing. Yes. So powerful. So is that something that you did five years ago, for example, or is that something that you started doing when you really did heal? So during the healing process, I had to do it because Mm -hmm. I was deteriorating to the point I was suicidal and I was a single mom now. So I was like, where am I going? Mm -hmm. I was like, where am I going from here? This is really worrying. I was like, I'm not going to be around for my son. I was like, this is such a 
bad place that I've gotten to. I was like, if I continue in this rut of this illness, like I'm not going to be around for him. I just want to be a role model for my son. And I remember every day thinking like, I have to get out of this. There is no way that I can be stuck here forever because I just want to be there for my son. I just want to get out. I just want to be well. And so I thought I have to focus. I was like, I'm an amazing mom. Like I'm amazing. I would go to the mirror and the breakthrough happened. I was listening to Denzel Washington in the mirror and I stood in the mirror and I was holding the 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 ears and the, the little things that were the headphones that were attached to my phone. I was listening to it and I was blasting it. And I was just saying to myself, this is only temporary. And I was listening to the speech. I was like, you are coming out of this. You are healing. And I started preaching this new life over myself. And in that moment, it was like the mirror shattered, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. And it was, but my ego was what shattered. Everything shattered. And I realized you can get through this. And I spoke into my soul and I looked into my own eyes and saw it. And I was like, you can get out of this. You can be free of this. You can overcome this pain, this suffering. And guess what? That was the first day of the rest of my life. Okay, we're going to talk about my latest obsession, which is karma water. If you've been following on my Instagram stories, then you've seen how often I'm drinking karma water. I am so obsessed and so into it. You can check my highlights from this summer if you want to see more about how I use it and what I love about it. But the active ingredients found in pre-mixed vitamin drinks and kombuchas I know we have a lot of kombucha drinkers up in here diminish sharply over time, but Karma's unique push cap protects vitamins and nutrients until you're ready to drink your drink, ensuring that you get the full nutritional benefits. So Karma's new hydration kits combine everything that I love about the brand's ready-to-drink line of functional waters with an enhanced level of convenience and customization. Each kit comes with a four-week supply of Karma push caps that can be fully customized, and they also designed a new BPA-free reusable water bottle specifically designed for its patented push cap. Customers can choose from a combination of Karma's three existing functional lines to create their customized kit. They have Karma Wellness Water, which is my favorite, Karma Probiotic Water, which is Atticus's nanny's favorite as she's been drinking it lately, and Karma CBD Water for all the CBD lovers out there. So of course, we have a special deal for you guys, and I am so excited for you to try this. It's really special. I feel like people don't know enough about it yet, so you've got to get your hands on it. Visit drinkkarma.com slash balanced and use the code balanced at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. That is D-R-I-N-K-K-A-R-M-A dot com slash B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D. Use code BALANCED for 15% off your first order. Cannot wait to hear what you think. Okay, so are you anything like me? And do you have your mom call to make all of your doctor's appointments? Because I do. 
I, I'm going to say I'm 32 years old and I literally text my mom and say, please call the dentist, call the doctor, make me an appointment. So you may be like me, which means that you might be putting off taking care of your health needs now that you're on your own or it's just the thing that gets to the bottom of your to-do list. So thankfully for people like us, there's Caraway, the all-in-one app to get the health care that you need It's so easy because it's the care that we all need and it's all in one place. They have an easy to use app that offers physical, mental and reproductive health care tailored to the needs of Gen Z. So I'm not even Gen Z. I'm a millennial girl and it's perfect for me. So millennials, Gen Z, this is for us. With Caraway, you have unlimited 24-7 access to an experienced care team of doctors, therapists, psychiatrists, gynecologists, nurses, whatever you could need. And you'll always talk to a real person, not a robot, which is important. There's no long wait times, inconvenient hours, surprise fees, or getting stuck on Google trying to figure out what's going on with you. Everything's in one place. It's accessible and it will give you the help that you need. So of course, we have a special TBB deal for you. Right now, Caraway is offering new members 30 days completely free, caraway.health slash balanced. There's no credit card required to try it. Get free and unlimited access to chat with their care team for 30 days. That's C-A-R-A-W-A-Y dot health slash balanced for 30 days completely free. Caraway is available in select states. Go to caraway.health slash balanced to learn more. Oh my gosh. And was it just something that came over you? Something that was just a knowing, like I have this power inside of me? Or were you just telling yourself before you even believed it? Because I know sometimes we have to almost fake it until it becomes real. Which is what my so, book's about, be it to oh, you become well, yeah, it. Exactly. Well, maybe that's where I was getting that from because I've been amazing. diving into your work. But oh. I agree with that so much. Yeah. So was this something that just came over you? Like this was your intuition, your angels, your guides? Or like, this is my only option. So I had, this is my only option. The Denzel Washington motivational track which now i've got motivational tracks on youtube which do the same thing for yeah people. it's see amazing when people write and they're like this saved my life this helped me through and i know what that feels like because i went through that mm-hmm. and so essentially it was an instant like boom a knowing because of it maybe someone's listening to this today and this is what they needed mm-hmm. maybe they've listened to your incredible podcast yesterday day before maybe tomorrow and they are gonna understand wow that was what i needed she bought that guest on, it's healed me. Or maybe your story has healed, do you understand? So something hits you, might not be mine necessarily, but something will. And so I've created a place where people can get that healing. However, it is very hard to stick to a new way because your brain likes familiarity. Your brain doesn't care if it's more painful. It's familiar. Mm-hmm. It wants to go back to the familiar. So you try brushing your teeth with the other hand. It is hard. So, hard. <laughs> so you're trying to brush your teeth and it's so hard. Try brushing a toddler's teeth with the other hand. Oh it's like while they're God. kicking and screaming. Oh my God, girl, I know. <laughs> it's wild, them. you know. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like even just with your normal hand, it's hard enough. So I know. <laughs> it's really tough. We do get addicted to those negative patterns. You know. And so when we get into a negative loop, then your brain wants to go back to it because it's easier. However, 
I would then, you said it so well, fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. So instead of those words, I decided be it until you become it. Who would Natasha be if she was already healed? Who would she be if she was a motivational speaker? Because by the way, girl, in this moment when I had the breakthrough, the words came over me, which I don't know where they came from, but whatever it was said, you're going to be a motivational speaker. And I wrote it down in my journal and I still have this. And I thought oh five years ago, me? You need to frame ah, it. I know frame I that should. page. I should. Mm-hmm. I was like, me? In crying tears streaming down my face all over my makeup. I was like, how am I going to be a motivational speaker? I'm ill. I'm unwell. I can't even be a mother to my son. I, I can't. I, I like. I, how am I going to help even one person? And that is when I said, "God, show me how to heal, mm-hmm. and I will share it with the world." Mm-hmm. And every day, I decided, "How would Natasha be if she was healed?" And I just became her today. Oh my God, that gives me chills. It's so powerful, and I relate so much. By the way, because we've had such a similar journey, it is wild. Although because mine has been such a roller coaster, I have been on the great end of things and then I've been all the way back and I know that we talked about postpartum and how a lot of your symptoms came on after you had your son and for me I was already sick and then I became like really healthy got got pregnant pregnant, healthy pregnancy had my son yeah had an amazing I don't know three or four or five months and then oh god and then I started working again and then my health everything hit the fan and I I think I was in denial anyway because I wasn't in the healthiest place I had rashes my lips were so inflamed they would they were out to here I mean it was crazy and it was just too much and suddenly it was like oh my god have I shown you the pictures of the rash that I have to show me so this was the thing that I've had for the last year and literally just healed this thing it was full body crazy dots all over they thought it was chronic uticaria did they say that to yes, you as well yes yes yeah so we i think it probably is that i mm-hmm. thought it was from the vaccine who knows or mm-hmm. whatever but could be a heap of things it was from absolutely and so what i realized was is how i healed it i knew i had to do something different but how did so what did you do how did you how did you so you got into a bad cycle were you mm-hmm. eating badly mm-hmm. when it all came back on kind of cuz i had found this really healing diet which was uh, salt oil, sugar-free, vegan yeah, diet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to this place called True North in Northern California where I did four separate water fasts where I only did water for two weeks at a time and then three weeks at a time. And everybody listening, I'm not telling you to do this. Trust me. But this was under the supervision and the guidance of doctors. Yeah. Was it okay? You're getting your blood pressure monitored twice a day. God. I did this so many times because I had so much going on with Lyme disease. I had fibroids stuff that they thought was turning into tumors, like really scary stuff. And some of the only way to shrink all of these tumors is to fast and also to kill the Lyme. So I think it definitely worked. And this was me taking my health into my own hands. And then I was healthy enough to get pregnant. And trust me, I did so many other things. That was one one of a thousand different things. Um, But I say that because that's how I found the diet. And then when I was pregnant, I was like, this is amazing. I can eat oil. I can eat salt. Like, I'm so healthy. I was still vegan and I'm not anymore. But I was eating all these like non-sugar-free, et cetera, vegan foods. And then postpartum, same thing. So I was just loving that life. Like, I'm so healthy. I'm at a different stage in my healing. 
So the food contributed for sure, but uh, it was so much for it was so much more beyond food as well. So it was stress. lifestyle. Yeah, it was lifestyle. Was barely sleeping. Was trying to breastfeed, which wasn't necessarily coming naturally for me. Like and just with the reaching mm-hmm. the next stage of I'm a highly sensitive person, and I had finally found this way to manage my illness, and then had a baby and then everything was changed and then when yeah yeah when I introduced the working again um it was just way too much so what have I done yeah to answer your question wow it's been a very spiritual shift it's been a whole working on the mindset I found new doctors taking tons of supplements doing all sorts of specific types of spiritual medicines energy medicine homeopathy ketamine therapy psychedelics you know that's amazing and that can dredge up so much stuff from your childhood that now I'm doing trauma reprocessing therapy and I found that the root of everything for me is childhood trauma I thought I had a perfect childhood like went back, found all these memories that I had hidden away. And this has been the hardest, darkest, most transformative and lightest and brightest year of my life. Wow. All since January. And here we are in July. And now I have my son. He's the most incredible teacher and healer. For me, yeah. But what have I done? I've I've done so much. I've done the mirror work, like you're talking about. I've been on my hands and knees in Costa Rica, like sobbing in the mirror, just please God help me, because I'm gonna die, and I can't die. I have to take care of my, my son. Say we both I know, have boys. I know the amount of. Uh, so the way, like when I first became connected to you, yeah. the way that I was like, we have to meet, yeah. and not only do I want to interview you, but I want to tell you my story because it's just. We are such mirrors for each other and hopefully for everyone listening too. Yes, yes, it's yes. profound. So I'm scared to do psychedelics. It's really interesting because it anything that any kind of drug. So I did a lot of cocaine in my early years. Like I'm totally, I talk about everything. I did a lot of coke and I think the cocaine led to then right before I was pregnant, it just mm-hmm. totally threw me off. I mm-hmm. think I just, my body had just gone. That's a really hyped up drug. So if you look at what I had, it was hyperactive thyroid. Yep. So I think that could have been the like one of the big problems uh, for it. So it terrifies me, even though psychedelics are nothing like that. I know. I, I'm terrified to even supplements, if they have anything in that isn't because, okay, I can't eat seaweed, mm-hmm. not for dietary, because that is bad for a hyperactive right. thyroid. I can't eat a list of things, not too much um, sushi, too much fish. I, so that basically there's a specific type of thing I have to avoid, a specific thing I can eat because that's good or not good mm-hmm. for the thing. And so I'm terrified of doing anything. Is it good? Like what's the experience? Yeah, I mean, the experience is... Even with, even with anxiety and... As in, <laughs> so you didn't have a panic board. attack going into it? Oh, the panic attacks that I had all around it were huge. Right. So I've been on quite the psychedelic path since okay. the beginning of the Lyme journey, which right. was six years ago. Yeah. So I started doing ayahuasca and psilocybin ceremonies and was going down the path of shamanism. Like, yeah. this is my calling. Yeah. I'm supposed to heal people through plant wow. medicine. That was back in 2018, 2019. Yeah. And I was fearless. This was a different time in my life. This was before the unlocked, unprocessed childhood memories had right. come back up. Mm-hmm. So I had never seen anything that resembled hell and demons yeah, and yeah. 
all these scary things that you can hear happening on psychedelics or if someone has a bad trip. I was just fully knowing all of what I see is a reflection of my inner world. And that's true. So I had some hard times with ayahuasca for sure. I did like nine or 12 ceremonies in the span of a few years. Got my husband involved. It was transformative, amazing, life-changing. And then comes ketamine. And ketamine is not a plant medicine. It's a man-made medicine. I don't call it a drug, but it could be called a drug. It's synthetic. But it's also, I believe, on this planet for spiritual awakening, for healing, it helps people through PTSD, through depression, being suicidal, veterans coming home from war. It's doing incredible things. And... What I had not been told when I embarked on this path, because like I said, I'm pretty fearless when it comes to all things psychedelic, is how much it rewires and reprocesses the brain. And I'm so sensitive. I did six sessions Uh in three weeks last November, and it pushed me over the edge into panic anxiety. Oh, crap. So it wasn't Um, good for you. Spiritual psychosis. I mean, there's so many things you could call it. It was good for me, but it put me into the dark night of my soul all over again. So I think you know just better than anyone, the dark night of your own soul is not a bad thing. It's a very, 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 very hard thing. Yes. But you need it if you want to get to the next level. Yes. And... I can tell everybody now, including you, if there's fear around it, if you have a sensitive body, tread lightly. Psychedelics are not for everyone. I think your intuition will let you know if you're calling toward it, if it's calling toward you. And for me, it was. And I don't regret it. And I had a few months this year where I did regret it. And I was like, what the fuck have I done? I was this stable, you know, person who was healing. And now here I am. I'm absolutely out of my freaking mind but I had to do that healing and it's brought me to a whole other level the therapies that I've had to do this year non-psychedelic you know I've taken a huge step back from even ashwagandha you know if I see something I'm like hell no can't put it in my body can't do coffee can't do reishi I'm just oh yeah steady or before I was hyped up on caffeine. I was doing all of it. Oh yeah, um, that's one of the biggest, like, people don't realize it. That was part of the problem as well for me. I was shotting back yeah. uh, caffeine every single morning. Oh yeah, morning. and that'll, oh, that'll yeah, that totally threw it rev off. everything. Can't do any of it. Can't yeah. even, I mean, I didn't, I could never drink. I never understood why I was allergic to alcohol. So I've, I can drink red wine, but I think I'm actually allergic to that too because it starts hurting my body, but I love the taste. So it's a real, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I like the taste. So I can have two sips and I can't do any more. So you often see like a glass at my table and people are like, why do you order it? Like, you don't ever drink it. It's because I like the smell and the taste, but my body doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, that's probably the worst I ever do now. But the truth is, when it came to, wow, God, by the way, your story is just unbelievable. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so is yours. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to have you on my podcast. Yeah, we got to do it. Oh, my It'll gosh. Talk special. about your healing. God, absolutely. So really interesting. When I was going through my healing, a lot of it was in my mind. So it was mental. So it became like I was actually okay, but the anxiety around it and the PTSD around the illness, which was a really weird mm-hmm. one. And by the way, I'm now out the other side, but I still am not fully healed from the PTSD. I have to be completely honest. I still have minor PTSD around it where I have to script nonstop. I am so healed. Like by X date and I put a date in the future, by 
July 1st, 2024, I healed myself fully of the PTSD and I feel absolutely amazing and you know, whatever it is. And I write about it because the truth is it still will flare up in my mind and be like, oh, that's gonna come again if you have another baby. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm thinking about when I have my next baby, I'm like, would I have it naturally? Would I do surrogate? Because you know what it's like. I'm terrified of the aftermath. Yes. Because of what happened. But then again, this time I would be doing it different. I'm in a different place in my life. Absolutely. You're speaking to my soul. I mean, my audience knows I just had an episode where I'm like, do I do surrogacy? Do I do this? Do I do that? No way. Yeah, because there's us with sensitive bodies and we've worked so hard to heal ourselves. It is no joke no, to then go joke. in and be like, I'm going to just willingly change every single hormone in my body I know. and put myself on a journey that's going to be hard, worth it and amazing, but hard. It's it's PTSD. No, it is. So what do you do for the PTSD? So, I got to know because yeah. I have it too. Okay. So I'll, off camera as well, I'll do some actual, some actual work with you on it, but I'll just tell you uh, like from the audience now what they can start with today. So if essentially what you're really trying to let go of is this going back in, going back into the negative loop, going back into the bad cycle. And it's very easy to do. So what do I do? I start my day and I end my day in a certain way. I don't mm. watch late night. You're going to hear really basic things right now, but this is exactly what I do and have done to get rid of it. I don't watch things late night, uh, which are anything other than loving. I watch things maybe on Gaia, or I maybe watch things if I'm going to, or I read things which are going to program my subconscious mind to feel amazing. Anything horror, news, forget it, not before bed. One hour before bed, I come off my phone and then I do the work. So I work through my meditations, which again are on my app, and I go in and I deep dive. And I do the breathing, which is a different form of breathing, more like Wim Hof, which is in my MBS method, Meditational Mm -hmm. Behavioral Synchronicity, what I created, this form of meditation where you breathe really like that every day. And if you do that, that really helps panic attacks too. For me, it really helped me. I do that three times a day. Uh, Sorry, I do it once a day to stop the panic. But if I'm in a bad place, I will do three rounds Mm -hmm. for three minutes a day. Okay. But on average, maybe once a day, you know, if I can. And then you do the meditation. And through the meditation, you just breathe and you do the guided meditation specifically for releasing past, releasing trauma, releasing anything and forgiveness. Forgiveness is the core. Forgiving yourself, forgiving the world, forgiving whoever created whatever it is in your life that you think led you to that or maybe it didn't lead you to that. But who can you forgive today? So you do a form of guided trauma releasing forgiveness meditation, letting go, letting go, letting go. And then after that, you have your wind down and at the, at the you end your day in a beautiful way. And then the next morning, you don't go on your phone and jump into the rat race and go to everybody else's agenda. You do what you want. You keep your phone on airplane mode and you don't stress your body in a bad way. So you can stress your body if it suits you by working out. For me personally, it doesn't. I can't work out in the morning. I have to eat before I work out. Like it's, you know, mm-hmm. the most mm-hmm. I can do is a light jog forget weights, forget anything else. In fact, I barely work out now. I bet you're the same. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> right, because that's another, see, I knew it yes, already. Of I course. No, like these sensitive bodies, People I think understand. what we realize is like low impact 
Yes. Works wonders. I used to run marathons. I used to lift weights every day. I was a gymnast. Um, oh my God, of course. Yeah, my husband works for Orange Theory Fitness and I used to go seven days a week and I was never more inflamed. I love Orange Theory, by the way, like support my husband's business. It's the best. But no, I'm a Pilates girl. I'm yep. a yoga girl. Yep. I'm a walk girl. Tai Chi. And not in the morning. No, not Hell in the morning. Hell no. no. I am sleeping in the morning. I, I I take it slow. Right. In the there, mm-hmm. there we go. Mm-hmm. So wake up when you feel good. Make sure you really get those eight hours. If you've gone to bed late, try and avoid as many late nights as you can and go to bed early. So whenever you can, you really want those eight hours. The next thing, when you get up in the morning, before you look at your phone, do a meditation in bed. You think that you don't need to meditate because you're already coming out of the alpha state. You're already coming out of theta chill. These are different brainwaves I'm talking about now. But actually, the truth is, that's when you need to, as you wake up, boom, with a million ideas, go back into meditation. So I put a meditation on one of mine for six minutes in the morning or 11 minutes. I've got one called the good luck meditation and it is amazing for good luck. Helps with all kinds of things, not just health. It's wonderful. And I do the good luck meditation. They call it lucky girl, this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I love this. Lucky I've been doing syndrome. this for way before yeah. the lucky girl came out. I was doing this and like mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. And I would meditate. I do it every morning and I do that or healing meditation or forgiveness. And I dive into my body. I relax Mm -hmm. my body again by choice. And then at the end of that, I sit up. I have a huge glass of lemon water just to detox the body because otherwise it just goes back into the body, all of that stuff. That's a separate topic. And then after that, I do scripting and I decide how I want my day to look. I had the most amazing day today. I had the most wonderful meeting. I got that negotiation I wanted. I got that business deal. I got that. And I was such an amazing mom to my son. I felt my best inside Mm -hmm. and out. And I healed another 10%. I healed and I feel so good. Wow. Oh my God. I'm speechless. Because that type of shift with the mind is everything. Everything. And you said, oh, these are some basic things. I really think going back to the basics is how we really heal. I mean, breath work, not looking at your phone in the morning, not watching scary things on TV late at night, which I kind of did last night. It kept me up all night. Of course. Um, And I'm so with you, but I don't always follow it. And that's why I'm thankful for these hard times. And I'm thankful for what this year brought for me, which is why I say the psychedelic therapy, none of it was a mistake and none of it was a bad thing. Um, And even today I was having some pretty intense panic for the first time in a while, which was brought on by a situation, a work-related thing. And I eventually, after losing my head, realized this is a gift because I've been coasting along. I've been doing great. I've been having so much energy. I'm packing my schedule and it's calling me back to myself. Wow, that's, you see? Once we realize, I was just saying this to somebody yesterday, once we realize why negative things happen to us, once we realize why downtimes happen in our life, why hard times happen, hardships, emotional burdens or physical, once we realize something's happening to us for a reason to wake us up, it does. It makes you wake up and look around and re evaluate mm-hmm. re-identify who you are being have you slipped back into the old version have you become something you don't want to be who are you 
What are you playing at? Who are you being? And if you are not playing at a 10 out of 10 version of yourself, sweetie, you're going to attract whatever you are to you. Whether that's people in your life, a partner in your life. If you are playing at a 5 out of 10, you will attract 5 out of 10 scenarios, people and events to you. Mm -hmm. I play at a 10 out of 10 as best I can. So I attract 10 out of 10 people into my life. 10 out of 10 podcasts to go on like you. Do you understand? We play at a higher level. So when I see my agenda is crazy, and it's filling up and my week will be back to back but my team know put 30 minute buffers between mm-hmm, everything because there mm-hmm. are days when I have squeeze things in I'll do seven one-to-one coachings oh in God. a day that's a lot that means I didn't eat lunch that mm-hmm. means oh dear now I'm not looking after myself yeah but I'm giving to them so I have to now put buffers in between mm-hmm. and I'm like Here's, but also I just respect my body and I'm like if it feels like sleeping in the middle of the day I will do it and I will Mm -hmm. have a nap. If it feels like I just go for walks, regular walks, I tap back into nature. I have most of the time my shoes off because I am walking, I mean, when I'm on the grass or sand, Mm -hmm. I'm on the grass and sand and I'm grounding, 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 Mm -hmm. grounding because, you know, I I take it seriously. I just, my number one priority is my health and then my family. Without Mm -hmm. my health, I cannot give to my family. Yeah. People say my family's my number one. No, no, no. My health is my number one. Of course. If I'm not if I am not healed, I cannot feed my child. Yeah. So you can be your best self for your family and for your son and for your future children. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. You know, and my son is seven years old. I dreamt of giving him a sibling. Even though, you know, it would have been with a different dad. But I I dreamt of giving him even with the same dad at the time I would have had another one. But I was so terrified. Mm-hmm. of being unwell again that I've just pre- you, you, no like, I I know I, I just, totally hear you, know? you we're we're approaching the time where we're probably going to start trying again for another child oh, soon babe. but yeah I got to do a lot of a lot of reframing a yes. lot of shifts in the mind yes the fear that I have is out of control. I mean, I'm I'm totally comfortable saying it because of what happened last time. And it wasn't necessarily just the postpartum. Yeah. It was just the, you know, we're getting really good sleep now. Atticus good. is an amazing sleeper. Yeah. But to go back to what it was like before is scary. Well, how, so the thing to think about, I believe, is looking at it in a different way when you have your son. So this time mm-hmm, around, mm-hmm. can you get a night nurse? Mm-hmm. This time around, can you, like you're in a different financial position perhaps for me, yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I would have a night nurse and a nanny 24-7. I'd be able to do all of this stuff and still be there with myself, but I wouldn't have to kill myself over the sleep, which I know created the Absolutely. illness. Absolutely. Well, was the start yeah. of it. And yeah. when you have a sensitive body like this, those are real things to take into consideration. It's a gift to your child. It's a gift to you when you're taking care of yourself. It is. I think when my son was eight months, we finally got a nanny. I was working full time and being a full time mom up until that point, although I did take like five months off, which was such a yeah. gift. But we didn't have help when I started going back to work. I was just like, mom, come down. My, my parents live upstairs. Come down, so come downstairs gorgeous. and watch Atticus. I have to go podcast. And she'd be like, you know, I have plans. And it was just this whole thing. Yeah. So anyway, having help, if you can do it, highly recommend, <sighs> completely agree. It's a gift it for, is. for everyone involved. And I know a lot of people listening are not in a position to be able to have help. So that's not what we're saying is everybody has to do that. You just have to find what works for you and just what you're able to do. And do that future template work that you're talking about. If you want to have help and you're not necessarily in the position to have all the help that you need, 
talk about it like it already exists. Absolutely. Write about it like it. I mean, these are just your practices. So switching gears, I also want to talk to you about your professional life. You've built an incredible business. You are known as the number one female speaker rated by Forbes under the age of 40. That is huge. Tell us how. I mean, I know that this came to you when you were sick and you made this your reality. But how did you slowly kind of chip away and get to the position that you're in now? So... When I had that, I think we'll go from there and I'll I'll work it backwards. So when I was in the place where I had that breakthrough and I was listening to Denzel Washington, I thought, I want to then go out there. After I, I heard the voice, you're going to be a motivational speaker. I thought, what does that mean? So I started watching. I started watching The Secret. I started learning. I started, I'd already watched The Secret, but I started studying the greats, Napoleon Hill. I started studying all the greatest people before our time. Some of the works of Joseph Murphy, the works of Dale Carnegie. I went right back to the people who are no longer around. I thought, what can I do to help the world that would have helped me through this? And then I started to realize I'm just going to speak from my heart about what helped me. And I started leaning into it and I started writing and I started reading. And then all of a sudden I found myself hosting these small gatherings and circles on Zoom through COVID all of a sudden. If we fast forward, I'd really gotten into it. Now, before that, I was a fashion influencer. I would put up stuff online. Before that, I was a bloody webcam girl. I had OnlyFans before that. I've done some crazy. that's amazing. But you see, all of this stuff, I just, I do not hide. I own who I am fully. But that is part of why I believe I'm healing now and healed. Mm -hmm. Because I own who I am. I'm not hiding it, suppressing it. No, I'm owning it. I'm unapologetic AF. Like, I just stand in my power and I'm like, I know who I am. I love what I do. And I'm going to be who I want to be every single day. So I did that. I started to motivate people. And then I realized, gosh, my calling is to inspire others to go on and inspire others. Mm-hmm. And that is it. I realized. So little by little, I started going on stages and then Clubhouse was born. And I really have to say it was birthed out of Clubhouse. Oh, that's amazing. So <laughs> that where you got like a big portion of your audience, which yes. then came over to Instagram and everything else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were on Instagram before that because I was a fashion influencer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I had a lot of people from there. And I would, in my captions, I would not be writing about the outfit. I tag it. But I was using the captions as the real message. The Mm -hmm. picture would draw people in. Sure, pretty outfit. But what I was really passionate about was the words. So in the words, I would write things like, you know, today I'm feeling alive because I gave gratitude for five things I was deeply grateful for. Why don't you pause now and write something you're really grateful for and see how life will give you more things to be grateful for. And that would be a caption. Then little by little, every one of those captions turned into a book. Oh, beautiful. Wow. It built. Is Clubhouse still a thing? Uh, in my eyes, I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't yeah, go on. That's yeah. the question. Is Clubhouse like, I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't I used it for like two only years. I went on there like once, I think, to be honest. I did like a live broadcast or whatever. And I thought it was so cool how you can interact with people yes. live. But it was a lot, you know, for sensitive energy mm-hmm, like me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that Empath. was not something I'm going to do again. Interesting. But I think your personality is perfect for it. You're... I'm guessing you're an extrovert. You're super like well-spoken. I mean, everybody listening now understands that you're incredible and your energy is so infectious and how amazing. So what are your favorite things that you've done? Because I know you've been on a lot of shows, a lot of podcasts, news networks, like 
movies, you know? Well, you were just telling me about yeah. something. So what's your favorite thing? My favorite thing that I've done so far, the truth is I don't believe I've even made it yet. I'm still very much on a journey. I'm very much going to, I think I'm going to feel like that forever. Yeah. You know? Well, that's the best place to be, yeah. a student of life forever. Totally. But some of my favorite things, I just did a TED talk on scripting. That's huge. That was so amazing. Like, probably by the time this is out, that will be out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> can we list it? Yeah, that, need if to it's check out, it out, we can totally yeah. list it below. That was wonderful. So I hope they cup. And what else have I done uh, that I've loved? Well, writing my book, being a Wall Street Journal bestselling author was a pretty like powerful feeling like yeah. oh my God, this has helped so many people like yes like having that that accolade and speaking on stages to 25,000 people regularly is oh my uh, god pretty so amazing how do you do that like I'm just curious <laughs> is that your own audience of course and then is it also because I know you speak on a lot of like panels and events and that kind of stuff so I I keynote and 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 talk at uh, other people's events mostly so like I have my own event called Mindcom which is in September of 2023 coming up and I host that with a few thousand people and then I have have uh, events that I speak at with different, you know, I just, I get invited to keynote on their stages. They usually get me to open. So I'm like the opening speech because I'm yeah. like, such a you big have voice. so much energy for that. You're such a keynote speaker, truly. It's <laughs> one of your it. calling. Girl, I love it. And yeah. I love showing other people how they can do yeah. it. Like, I just go out there and I'm like, Rah! like I just preach into the audience and everybody has their own style but because I'm a motivational speaker that's yeah, my style like, yeah. I'm meant to motivate you and make you feel like I can do this yes. you know and was this something that you were into your whole life were you always into performing and were you always comfortable in front of people really interesting yes growing up I would win the fashion shows the talent shows just not even by being that great of a singer dancer I was an amazing dancer mm -hmm. but not by being you know, particularly great at anything else like I would just have this energy and just like constantly win them as a kid and I thought I just love being on camera I just love like but I knew I wanted to do something my voice but mm -hmm. I didn't know what yes so it was like I, I it was only the rebirth of me remember only happened through the illness yes like, I thought I was on the right path before, but I wasn't using yes. my voice in the right way. It was only because of the illness that I got to where I am today, where I'm able to be free and healed, where I'm mm -hmm. able to be like, I know what my calling is and using a microphone is just the start of it. Yeah, absolutely. The illness is such a gift because it wakes us up to who we're truly meant to be. And we can think that we're on the right path. I thought I was on the right path. I was already doing everything I do now. Like how I was thinking, how can I not be on the right path? But there were so many things that I was ignoring. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we do. Yeah. And by the way, we totally ignore things. For example, yes. we just we, we get into the mundane every day or maybe we start doing tasks which we think are really fulfilling. I've spring cleaned my whole house. <laughs> how great do you feel? And yes. you feel good. Uh -huh. But you haven't actually moved the needle forwards in your career or in the way that you want yeah. to. But you, you know, not saying that that's not something you should congratulate yourself for. And maybe if that's your job, you should be. But for somebody who's on a bigger journey and they know there's something out there for me. And by the way, every one of us is born with a gift inside mm -hmm. of us. We just have to unravel it. Every single one of us. It. That is the truth. Love it. Wow. Okay. So I want to ask you some of the questions that I ask everyone who comes on the show. 
What is your sun rising and moon sign? If Ooh, you know. Amazing. I'm Capricorn and Capricorn and Capricorn and Capricorn. Serious? The whole thing. Oh my God. What? I think I have like three others in there, but oh, my that rising. Is wild. I'm like the most fierce cap- version of Capricorn. Oh, well, you're Capricorn embodied here in this room. <laughs> I've been trying to guess ever since we've been talking. I would have actually guessed a fire sign. Yeah. But you, because you are so much Capricorn, you're taking that energy right. and just being the epitome of it which yes. is really 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 cool exactly i do have a fa- i'm very like all the emojis i use are the fire signs like yeah. i'm very like i love yeah. i know it's different but i love candles and i love like i'm very fiery very, yeah so it's interesting that i'm an earth sign i know yeah. but grounded I'm like very you, grounded. you can ground it through very grounded being a capricorn well philanthropy is a big part of what i do as well like i just mm-hmm. built a school in guatemala which i literally i, I say that with such emotion like it was such a big dream I say that because that's something I'm deeply proud of you mm-hmm. ask what I'm proud of that mm-hmm. would be like another that's a thing huge deal. I, that, that's like one of my biggest dreams yeah, to continue building more schools amazing yeah. wow and what's your human design do you know um uh, you'll be you'll say it and I'll know it generator manifesting generator manifester projector reflector uh the the first one I think the generator the, I, I, I think I sh- you're a generator yeah, you I seem like a generator I think I'm a generator I can't mm-hmm. remember it was a long time You've ago either I did it gotta be a generator or a manifesting yeah. generator that's my guess exactly that's what mm. I thought it's one of the two and I can't remember which one yes. what are you that's your energy in the world <laughs> I'm a reflector Beautiful. and I would I be shocked if you said that was you just because reflectors no. we are like yeah. we uh, we're a little more introverted and yes. not always not yeah. always and I'm not super introverted but like I'm my dreams are not to be a keynote speaker. Like yeah. I'm comfortable in like these one-on-one conversations yeah. and so I love speaking. But you reach but, so um, many people. Yeah, in my own way. Same. And I just have to be like really cognizant of the energy that I expose myself yes. to. Yes. Um, but you're a generator. You got that self-motivated engine. I see it in you. And I, I think you're a generator. Yes, I think I, mm-hmm. I think I think that was it. Was the generator? Yeah. I was like, sounds like the generator one. My, my first generator. But truth is, I just I love I love all that stuff. I yeah. love tapping into like mm-hmm. who I am, what I am. But when I walk into a room, I say to people, I carry the energy. I'll walk into the room with the energy, and then I will make people rise up to that. Yeah. A lot of people are like. Oh God, if you go into a room and you're too much, they're not going to, I don't care if people like me. That's not my person. I'm not doing it for the small people, the people who want to say stuff and be keyboard warriors behind their keyboard. I'm doing this for the greater good Mm because I know whose life I saved three days ago. Mm -hmm. I know whose life I saved when I was on stage last week. I know whose life I saved when I spoke with Gary Vee last week. Do you understand? So I know where these things are happening in my life. Yeah, and you're just being your authentic self. Like you said, you're not hiding anything. You're just showing up as you, which is <laughs> so, so beautiful and such a gift to everyone. Thank you. And so who are your mentors? Do you have mentors? So I do. I uh, Rhonda Byrne from The Secret. I love her. She's, she's amazing. She's a friend of mine. Cool. And, and, you know, I would say she's definitely one of my earliest teachers. But that was a full 360. Like watching her on the movie, speaking, listening to her, reading the books, etc. And then finally meeting her a couple of years ago. That was one of the most profound 360s of manifesting that I'd ever achieved. I was like, yeah, oh, my God, this is actually 15 years later. I've just met my ultimate person who I knew would change my life. And, you know, she's just been everything to me she's been amazing and the only other person i would say would be probably napoleon hill who's not around mm-hmm. yeah love him love his work yeah if you could be in a room with three people living or dead who would they be 
Oh, great question. Controversial. Michael Jackson. Love him. Mm-hmm. Um, I also... He's a reflector. He's, he was a reflector. Really? Mm-hmm. That makes perfect yep. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say Michael Jackson. I would say uh, Elizabeth Taylor. And I would say Dale Carnegie. Mm, what a good room. Wow. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Because most of the people that are alive, I've probably sat down with at yeah. this point. Yeah, you got to go. I always got to go for the people who've passed. Yeah. It's like, if you can choose anyone, totally. then why not? Well, with AI, we're, you know, with a whole separate thing. Oh, God, stuff I know. That's like, a whole yeah, thing. It's a whole thing. Oh, where my you can God. Actually, like, talk to them. It's nuts. Yeah, but, it's so wild. Yeah. Wow. And where can everyone find you? My name is everywhere in line, social. It's just the same thing. Natasha Graziano, mm-hmm. everywhere on TikTok, on YouTube, on my podcast, on you know my podcast probably the one that you'd be most interested to see because then mm-hmm. they get to like see my coaching yes, and like yes. really you and this know, is a podcast that. audience so and you're gonna be podcasts. on it soon yes we're gonna do it that sounds amazing i am so excited to have you on i can't we're wait book to come right on. after this okay good I can't if you wait. guys follow it then you're actually gonna see your girl on there yeah <laughs> i will that. show up and my audience knows i barely go on people's podcasts for the same reason why i don't you know i'm not like choosing it. to be a keynote speaker yep. etc but when I love someone, when I'm friends with someone, feel it's calm. so much fun. And also mine's, my studio's in my home, so you mm-hmm. feel very relaxed. Yeah, I love that. Calm, That's the dream. I can't wait. We'll do some breath work and yes. be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, You'll fun. Magical. Yay. And leave our audience with one tip because you okay. have so many. So I'm curious. The one I want to share today is every day you get a choice of whether you're going to light somebody's candle or blow it out. Are you going to Go down the street today and smile at a stranger. Are you going to walk out and do a kind deed for somebody else or are you going to blow their candle out? If you blow their candle out, they will go home and delight their spouse's candle. Their spouse will go home and delight their friend's candle. All of a sudden, you delight the entire world. But you could choose to light somebody's candle from a small, tiny deed and they will light up the whole world and all of that light is coming back to you. So if you want to heal today, go and help someone who needs healing. If you want to get into a better financial situation, go and give to charity. If you want to achieve something greater, then do something great for somebody else. And all of that light comes back to you. I call that the candle effect. Oh, beautiful. I don't think I've ever seen someone so prepared with a final tip in my life. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for this whole conversation and for sharing your story with us and your inspiring heart and just who you are. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And it's been a pleasure getting to know your lovely audience. I'm so excited to see it when it's out. Yes, I can't wait. It'll be out soon. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.